0: الله رحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله This is again the discussion of the remembrance of death from this book, remembrance of death by Hazrat Shaykh Ali. The Incident that is mentioned here is Hazrat Bahad bin Munabbah al Ali says that there was a king who intended to visit and inspect the condition of the land of his kingdom. He ordered a royal dress which was brought, he disliked it. A second one was brought which he did not like either. In short, after many refusals, he wore a very fine dress. He also ordered a conveyance. An excellent horse was presented which he disliked. The horse was returned. A second and third horse was ordered, all of which he disliked. Then all the horses were brought forward. Amongst them he chose the finest horse and mounted it. At this time, Shaitan, the accursed, blew even more pride into him. He mounted the horse with a lot of pride. A train of servants and soldiers walked him, but out of pride and haughtiness, he did not even look at them. En route, a very distressed person, clad in old rags, met him. He greeted the king. The king paid no attention towards him. The distressed person caught the reins of the horse whereupon the king reprimanded him. Leave the reins. How dare you catch hold of my horse's reins? The person said, but I have worked with you. The king replied, if that is the case, then have patience. When I dismount, you can mention it to me. The person insisted, no, I have to mention it now. Saying this, he forcefully grabbed the reins. The king said, Mention what you have to say. He replied, No, it's a secret. I will say it in your ear. The king lowered his ear. He said, I am Malakul Mauth. I have come to take your life. Hearing this, the king's face turned pale and his tongue began to stutter. The king said, Give me some time to go home to arrange my goods and to meet my family. The angel of death replied, There is no respite. Now you will never see your house nor your wealth. After saying this, the angel of death pulled out his soul and he fell down from the horse like a dry piece of wood. This morning we discussed the dua when traveling. This is obviously not Directly related to that, but in any case, this person mounted this horse with a lot of pride, a lot of arrogance, thinking that this is something to be proud about. But that ride of his turned out to be the last ride of his life. Likewise, the dua that we learned this morning that a person should be this dua teaches. وَإِنَّا lamun رَبِّنَا That In this du'a he is reminding himself that we are going to be returning to Allah Ta'ala. When a person is in some situation where others have been in that situation and that happened to become the last time that they rode that transport or they mounted that animal. So this is something that is giving us a lesson that such occasions are not occasions to be heedless it should rather be spurring a person towards toba. So Now a person is driving in that vehicle. One is that it's a na'mat Allah ta'ala. He is not becoming proud over it. He is using it, making shukar over it. Alhamdulillah. Provided he is making shukar over it, it was earned in a halal way. He is using it correctly, not using it for any haram purposes. That's a ni'mat But if this becomes a means of pride if this becomes a kind of status symbol, if it starts bringing in a person some kind of haughtiness, then this is very dangerous. And then furthermore, as discussed, that the person now is driving, so now we are being reminded in this dua, that this could be the ra- last drive of my life. Allah Taala protect us and save us from all kinds of calamities and hardships. Allah Taala save us from a sudden death. This is also something that has been taught in the Hadith Sharif. A dua, Allahumma in min fujaa. Ya Allah, I seek your protection from a sudden death. There are some riwayat that give the indication that a sudden death, this too is a kind of na'mad. A sudden death is also a kind of na'mad. But this is something which depends on the situation, the person... The person who suddenly Allah Ta'ala took his soul, but he was engrossed in the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. He was involved in that time in some ibadat, he was involved in some good, so mashallah that for him was a ni'mat that he just left in one moment and he was gone. That is a ni'mat for him. But a person who has still time to set up a lot of things to sort out. He still has to make Toba. He hasn't made Toba. He still has to sort out his the rights of people perhaps. So sometimes this kind of situation that a person they become some situation which becomes like a bell for him that looks start preparing for him. That is an amad that he first got some kind of warnings and reminders that started making him think that I think my time is up now. So this is something which. On the one hand, we have been taught in the Hadith Sharif to ask Allah, Allah, I seek your protection from a sudden death. So, now this situation that we are talking about, a person is driving, this dua is teaching us at that time to spur to Tawbah, to remind us of death. Now the person has got some music playing in that vehicle while he is driving around. He is intending to go to a haram place. He is headed in the haram direction. And Allah forbid in that condition something happens and his moth comes. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. These are happenings daily. It is not sometimes we say every other day. These are daily happenings. Allah Ta'ala keep us in afiyat but at the same time it is something to take an ibrat from. So these are not times to be any time for that matter. But especially these situations are even more important that we cannot be heedless, we cannot be neglectful, we cannot just indulge in anything and think what nothing about it. Allah forbid that that becomes the last ride of a person. Malakul Moth is extracting his ruh and music is blaring in his ears. Can we imagine? Nobody wants to be in that kind of situation. <coughs> Thereafter Malakul Moth went to a pious Muslim, this pious Muslim was also traveling towards a certain place. The angel of death greeted him. The pious man replied by saying, Wa alaikum as The angel of death told him, I want to tell you something in your ear. He replied, Sayyid. The angel of death said, I am Malakul Maut. He replied, Very well, welcome. Blessed is the arrival of him whose separation was very lengthy. Of all the people who are distant from me, I did not desire to meet them as I desired to meet you. In the Hadith Sharif, it is mentioned that al-mautu jisrun yusilul habiba ila al-habib. Ilal-habib. That death is a bridge. This bridge helps the lover to cross over and meet the beloved. So, a person whose heart is attached to Allah Taala. Who lived his life in a way that he was truly obedient to Allah He's got his matters in order, so he will be yearning to meet Allah Generally, in the Hadith Sharif, it's mentioned that the said, "Man kariha Allahu liqaahu, man kariha liqa Allah, kariha Allahu liqaahu, man habba liqa Allah, habba Allahu liqaahu." The one who loves to meet Allah Taala, Allah loves to meet him. The one who dislikes meeting Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala dislikes meeting him. But now the aspect that gets the person to meet Allah Ta'ala is death. And there is some natural apprehension in every human being of death. So Allah Ta'ala gives jazai khair to the sahaba e and the sahabiyat and the Azwaj-e-Mutahharat. That they didn't leave these things in the air for us. They inquired and they brought about that explanation that made things so simple for us. So, Aisha Siddiqah radiallahu ta'ala anha, she immediately mentioned that, Ya Rasulallah, all of us dislike death, in the sense that nobody feels eager to meet death, because he understands death is a difficult moment. So on that note, there's a natural apprehension, he knows it's coming. So, Nabi said, No, that's not the point. That's not what he's being referred to. What he's being referred to is that at the time of death, at the time of death, the Mu'min is already shown the scenes of Jannat. He is seeing the angels of Rahmat. As a result, his yearning now suddenly reaches a peak to meet Allah Ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala loves to meet him also. And a sinful person, Allah Ta'ala forbid. He is already beginning to see the angels of azab. He is already beginning to see the scenes of punishment. As a result, he now is totally disliking going forward. Allah Ta'ala also dislikes meeting him. But that doesn't mean that this is not going to happen. It's going to happen. But it means that the punishment Allah is awaiting such a person. So, the thing is that a person who has lived his life in a proper manner... Then at the time of death, he is now waiting. When he starts seeing the signs of death coming, he is more than happy to move on. While in life he might have been naturally apprehensive, but at the time of death, he is extremely happy to move on. So therefore this person says, that blessed is the arrival of him whose separation was very lengthy. Of all the people who are distant from me, I did not desire to meet them as I desired to meet you. The angel of death tells him, Complete that work quickly for which you have left your home. The pious person replies, I do not like any work more than my meeting with Allah The angel of death informed him, I will extract your soul in whatever condition you wish to die. The person replies, I give you the choice. The angel of death says, I have been ordered to follow your desire." person says very well, let me make wudu and perform salah. When I go into sajda, then you can extract my soul. The person began offering his salah and when he went into sajda, his soul was extracted. The Prophet Farooq Milti sahab, many of us might have been familiar with him. He used to come almost every year to our country. Passed away two years ago, became Shaheed in Mina, while in Ahram, having just come from Arafat and in the state of Ihram while saying the the Labbaik Allah Allah took him in that Mubarak manner so he has written a kitab this was, the ajib thing was he has written many kitabs some very voluminous ones he was the person responsible for the compilation of all the fatah of Prophet Muhammad Muhammad, Muhammad, in 30 volumes apart from that he compiled not long before he passed away some years before that some of the volumes are still under print, the whole com- commentary of Mishka Sharif, And apart from that, many, many small and bigger booklets and books on various aspects of deen. A deep thing was that the last book that he authored was a book on death. And on the cover page, the inside cover page, one couplet he wrote there, the crux of which the wording is not in the mind now, but the crux of which, Ya Allah, if you grant me the death in your path, then what more can I ask for? And this dua of his got answered. So, in any case, in this, he's got various the lives of all the great personalities, meaning their end, not their lives, but rather their end. How their death came and which way they met Allah Ta'ala, He's mentioned some very astonishing things in there, one of the incidents is mentioned which just comes on to mind on the note of this incident we just read, about this person being asked how you want to go, many times people sometimes get into some kind of thought that seems like this person knew his time is coming, Allah really knows who knew and who didn't know, but he gave the incident of one of his grandfather, his dada. So he was ill for a while, a month or so before he passed away. So he says one day when he came home, while his grandfather was now in this condition, so his aunt was there, his father's sister was there. He says that today, father was, grandfather was saying some ajib things. What he was saying, he's saying he's a mehman for three days. In three days time he's going to be gone. So in any case he heard this, that he went, he sat by him, and then he just started talking something in general terms. Then he asked him that, aunt was saying something, that you were mentioning something about being a mehman for three days. What you were mentioning? What you were talking about? He says yes, I'm a mehman for three days. How do you know you're a mehman for three days? He says no, the angels came to me. The angels came to me and they told me this. Say said, what else you saw? He said, they brought some very beautiful scene, whatever, how they came, it was a very beautiful scene. Any case, this conversation finished off. He says, true to his word, it was three days exactly from the time of this, where he had initially mentioned that I'm a mehman for three days. Three days later he passed away. And several other instances of this nature he has mentioned. So this is something which Allah Ta'ala blesses who he wishes in this manner. But the crux of it is, that if a person has lived his life in a good way, then... The system of Allah Ta'ala is that Allah Ta'ala doesn't oppress anybody. A person lived his life in a good way, then this is the experience that a person, Allah Ta'ala, takes him in a Mubarak way also. But when the time will come, we often say we will rectify ourselves later, we will sort ourselves out. Now there's still time. But is there really time? We have no idea. People younger than us have gone people very much younger than us have gone, people older than us have gone, death has got no distinction on age, health, person's time is up, he has to move on. So this is the thing that a person has to be forever prepared. He has no idea what will be his last, when that moment will come. As in one Arabic couplet, the poet says that every person will become history. In other words, whatever he did, somebody summed out down the line, his children, his grandchildren, somebody will remember, our grandfather was like this, like that. So keep your history positive. Because many things will be in front of, a lot of people. When a person is gone, on the one hand, we have been taught in the Hadith Sharif, that, Uzkuru mahasina that mention the good, of those who have left, whatever mistake somebody made, don't mention that to anybody, don't bring that into a discussion, that is between him and Allah Ta'ala, make dua for him, inshallah Allah Ta'ala forgive him, but that is in terms of us regarding how we approach others, somebody has passed away, what is our approach to that? But in terms of ourselves, let us keep our history positive, meaning, that we don't leave behind any negative memories for anybody. That this person was an oppressive person. This person was a tyrant. This person was an arrogant person. This person usurped my rights. This person used to keep swearing at me. This person did this and this person did that. Though nobody will say anything inshallah. But let us not even leave any negative memories for anybody. And that is by living our life in a way that we leave positive memories, they'll make dua for us. Allah t'ala give us a tawfiq. Inshallah, we'll continue. Enable us to be prepared forever for death and forever to be conscious of this death.